Welcome back to For the Love of Men podcast. My name is Courtney Shan, hosting with my dear friend, Brianna Mosier. Hello. The intention of the show is to bring together men and women to create healthy, polarized relationship dynamics by learning how to honor each other's natural, masculine, and feminine energetic core. Mm. I felt like a mouthful today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are new to our work, I want to introduce my friend Bree and then myself, and then we will dive in. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. Tell my friends who you are, uh, what you do. Yes. As Courtney said, if you're new here, my work in the world is helping really high achieving, driven, ambitious women reclaim their feminine energy and start breaking relationship patterns so they can start attracting healthy, empowered masculine partners as well as um, grow their businesses. That's part of my expertise as well. I have clients that I support in business and sex, love, and intimacy too. That's part of my formal training. So all of the things, more money, more pleasure, more love, more healthy peace of mind. That's my work in the world. Mm. Courtney. Such a gift. What is your magic? Yes. I also help with feminine energy coaching and releasing some of those patterns that we experience my work is more body-based and nervous system work, um, really helping women integrate what is happening in their nervous system so that they can stand stronger in their boundaries, have those healthy, empowered, feminine boundaries that allow them to naturally reveal more of who they are meant to be authentically in the world. Mm. Speaking of boundaries, I'm so excited for this episode. Me too. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to talk about. Courtney's the boundary queen. We were just talking about this. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I have had a lot of practice, so it feels like a lot of practice. But that being said, (laughs) there's a lot to share on Mm -hmm. this topic. So this week we're going to be talking about boundaries. If you haven't put that together already, um, is there a question that you would like to lead the audience? We're going to put a question in the question box below. We would love to hear back from you. Mm, yeah. Well, you are putting me on the spot. I am. And Sorry. I understand that that's just retaliation, so I don't take it personally. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yes. What should we have them ask about boundaries? I think, I mean, I also keep it simple. What do you mm-hmm. feel like is your biggest struggle when it comes to either setting or respecting other people's boundaries? And the second part is more interesting because I feel like people don't examine the latter half of that. We're always talking about how to set boundaries to honor yourself, but do you know how to respect other people's boundaries wholeheartedly is a really interesting thing to assess yourself on. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So well said. Yeah. I was just thinking where, where do you struggle? Is it the Mm -hmm. incoming part that you have a hard time keeping them sturdy? Or is it the outgoing part where maybe you have a hard time kind of containing yourself and keeping yourself in check of where you stop and someone else starts? So Mm. brilliant. Yeah. We often talk about, if you haven't already listened to episodes four and five from two years ago now. Yeah. I think it's four and five that deep dive wounded versus empowered masculine and feminine energy. And then we have a couple, I think they're in the teens or the thirties where we updated that. We gave them even more. Gosh, I I don't even remember. There's a couple, there's about four episodes where we're really deep diving the energies as much as we can in a free container, Mm -hmm. you know, which is a little bit different than our paid ones. But when we're talking about boundaries, healthy boundaries usually come from empowered masculine energy. Really rigid boundaries come from wounded masculine energy. 
no boundaries for yourself or other people is more wounded feminine Mm -hmm. and honoring and setting your own boundaries comes more from empowered feminine, but it's a result of that empowered masculine supporting you. Mm -hmm. So what do you notice court in terms of boundaries that really you find your clients or other people struggle with the most? My clients particularly struggle the most with the outgoing Mm -hmm. boundaries. They would think that they struggle with setting boundaries, but they have the hardest time setting boundaries with themselves. Mm. And that is going to show up as um, having a hard time honoring what their limits are, saying, I've actually had enough. I need to go home and go to sleep. I've had enough you know, stimulation at this party. I need to pull away and, and have some alone time. I have spent enough money. I have eaten enough. There's all these like kind of upper limits that Mm. my clients in particular really struggle with um, that is going to be in that kind of containment category that I would call. And as a result, what we were talking about Mm. um, before we got started is when you struggle with your own upper limits, you actually will need other people to come in and fill the space for you. It's going to automatically put you in more of a wounded feminine vantage point. Mm. And it's so interesting because I think that's so well said. When women are experiencing that, I don't know how to set boundaries. Their felt experience is I'm overgiving, I'm being generous, I'm being kind, I'm being helpful. That's kind of the thought process. Mm -hmm. But as Courtney's saying, that also informs how we receive other people's boundaries and how much we can inadvertently not meaning to pull on other people to fill us up because we're not respecting ourselves and noticing, oh, I'm over-functioning. I was just telling Courtney, I was over-functioning this week. She came into my house with a little mess and I was like, to be honest with you, I didn't respect my own boundaries. (laughs) Like, and I had to go do X, Y, Z to do that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We we almost get to a point where <clears throat> desperate times call for desperate measures kind of thing. Mm-hmm. When you are overstepping yourself on a consistent basis, you either have to like bring the hammer and just cut that off completely, or mm-hmm. that feels like the most intuitive thing to do, or you will fall into this kind of victim space of like needing to be, you know, Bolstered. taken, yeah, taken care of. Because, and the the truth is where the problem is, as I see it, is that you're not able to sense where your limits are on the upper end. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you're constantly going beyond them. That's been a pattern that you've been conditioned into. Mm -hmm. It can be resolved, but that's where the awareness, I think, needs to happen. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other thing I see a lot with my clients is the fear of setting boundaries out of fear of abandonment Mm. and not feeling somewhere along the line. They learned that either the more I achieve, the more I get love connection and safety. So like if I over function, over give, I'll be guaranteed that love and connection typically from caregivers and then early relationships. If you've had both, (laughs) uh, that Mm. impacted you that way. And the other side of it, hold on. My thought, the thought just ran out of my brain. What was I just saying? Um, if you... What a luteal phase moment. <laughs> if, if you... <laughs> Can you tell I'm about to bleed in a week? And that's it, folks. The brain is offline. <laughs> what did I even just say? <laughs> if you are um, 
constantly overgiving that you oh, are yeah, doing yeah. it from a place of needing love right. and validation and fearing abandonment and fearing abandonment yes and it shows up with romantic partners as her kind of you call it pre-boundary grief mm, yeah. right where you start realizing oh i'm over functioning okay i need to set a boundary <gasps> what if they leave me what if they don't see me as valuable anymore a lot of women especially high achieving women which is like my specialty Overfunction because they think it makes them more valuable to their partner and their partner is less likely to leave. Until you heal that core abandonment wound, boundaries are going to feel pretty hard. Yeah. Mm hmm. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Gut check. It is a gut check, isn't it? Mm hmm. Yeah. And this isn't actually to. Whenever I talk about boundaries, it can create some like self-consciousness or shame. And the reality is when you, the way that I have reduced the amount of shame that I experience when I'm thinking about setting a boundary or noticing like this upper limit of mine, I, I can't go beyond that is to reframe it as this is my humanness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is me being human. And it will, will associate it with shame when we have historically had that dynamic because we probably were shamed out of that upper limit mm -hmm. historically. And that's why we have that kind of like close association with shame. But if you can reframe that shame as this is my humanness, it's easier for me to give myself compassion for the fact that I can't go further right now. I need to take a break. I need to rest. I need to, you know, consolidate and take care of myself that to me feels more like self-honoring than mm. if I were to continue pushing beyond that. As you become aware of where you push beyond your own limits, notice where the shame shows up. That's there to inform you of where your human limits are. You don't mm. have to be superhuman and operating in these like, you know, extra um, limits. Mm -hmm. Extra credit all the time. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> I was going to say extracurricular. Extra in that sense of like beyond, above and beyond. Points, points, points. Yes, you don't have to be gathering points all the time. You mm -hmm. get to just be human, and that's the part of you that you get to be speaking with mm -hmm. on a more intimate basis and reframing what this experience actually needs to mean. Mm. It reminds me of when you had said how people overgive and overfunction to stack the deck mm. in their favor so yes. that when they need something, they can kind of pull on it or feel justified. So again, it could be receiving wounds because you don't feel like you can just receive the support. But it's important to notice where your snag is with the boundary. Is it fear of abandonment? Is it fear of receiving? Is it um, what we had said in the beginning, You know, wanting to be more valuable and achieve and chase love and validation? Because all of those can sort of be cyclical. So when you're over-functioning and over-giving, and, and part of it is stacking the deck, then you expect somebody else to come in. And as Courtney said in the beginning, pull on you, you pull on them, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, they need to fill in this gap. And so you kind of end up in this codependent dynamic where you're both breaching each other's limits and boundaries all the time, but no one's saying anything. I would just get curious with whatever we're saying, whenever you feel a bodily response, we both are somatic based practitioners in our work, your gut twist or your chest or your chest kind of caves in a little, that's a moment to be like, okay, is that true for me? Do I need to lean into that without shame? It's just self-awareness. And mm -hmm. that's where you move from to get better at this stuff, mm -hmm. but get to the root of it. Like just going for, I need to be better at setting boundaries and not addressing why are boundaries hard for me to set? 
Where did I learn that? What is coding in my brain? Setting the boundary means abandonment, means I'm not as valuable anymore if I don't overfunction. What's the thought pattern? I'm getting into coaching mode here, but start parsing that out and back it up to the actual wound because behavior change behavior change, but if you don't do it from the root, it's just like an illness. It's like taking ibuprofen for chronic headaches. You got to get to the root of why you're getting chronic headaches. Yes. Drink your water. I know you're all dehydrated, girls. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this is a moment to take a sip of water, everyone. Stay hydrated. Water break. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, such a great point though, because if you are someone that is operating in that chronic space, this is how you've been taught to brace, to frame the world. And your body is going to be wired in that way. Mm. And you'll notice it where you stop breathing, where you like clench, where you tighten, where you, uh, that's actually where the boundary is for you. If you can kind of soften into that, that's where the information will be for you. Mm. I think another common dynamic that's worth saying, especially with, the culture at large right now between men and women is if you've grown up seeing mom overfunction mm. in the household and take on, we did a whole series on emotional labor. It's corny zone of genius, the emotional labor, the household labor and fair play vibes, right? Like making sure everyone's contributing and feels supported. But if you watched mom work a full-time career, take care of the kids, do all the meals, clean the house, which I know I saw that happening. <laughs> Most of my peers, that's what we grew up in. It was like the mm-hmm. first wave of women getting to really be welcomed in the workplace, but then also having this expectation that there's still like a 1950s housewife. Yes. Right? And so yep. there's no division. So not only did we as women grow up seeing that, but also the sons who were raised by those women saw it. So sometimes adult children who are now men can put that on the woman they're with. Oh, well, my mom overfunctioned all the time, but they don't see it as overfunctioning. They see it as like, my mom did it all. Yeah, this is normal. So if you're a man listening, I would love for you to unpack that <laughs> because women are yes. telling you the division of emotional labor and emotional intelligence are like the two biggest things women are begging for in relationship right now. Yep, yep. You know, it's kind of like we say, like our dad set the bar high. Mm-hmm. It's like their mom set the bar high. That's how they'll think in their mind. Like my mom, yes. I'm looking for someone like my mom in that she can do all these things when they don't see that as an underlying uh, to- toxic time message as the writer of Fair Play calls it of the expectation was that honoring for herself too? There are women who can do a lot from a place of self-honoring. Mm. And the culture at large puts a ton of pressure on, and probably men too in different ways, but yep. in this particular dynamic, um, puts a ton of pressure on women to be both a full-time earner and a full-time mom. A hundred percent. Yeah, well said. And then the flip side of that is... you know, most moms don't talk about the fact that they're overfunctioning. Maybe they didn't even have the awareness. Another piece that's important to acknowledge mm-hmm. is they didn't have personal development at their fingertips like you and I do right mm-hmm. now. We open TikTok and can find anything you want about how to grow as a person. Yep. Um, so probably wasn't acknowledged and she just went on overfunctioning and burning out. And usually I would, this is obviously anecdotal, but typically there's some codependency. I noticed that as a really common wound for moms because they have to be, they feel like they have to be everything to everyone. And then they overgive. And the adult children of moms like that tend to say, my mom expects me to do whatever she wants me to do. She wants me to bend my plan. She wants me to 
you know, when we go on family trips, change my dates. Do you ever notice that yes. pattern? Yes. Especially between moms and daughters, mm-hmm. the adult child will be like, my mom is always pulling on me. Yeah, because when we're over-functioning, we also expect other people to over-function. So mom is going, well, I overgive. I've done everything for you guys. I never took care of myself. I did everything for the good of the family. That Because that, those are her lenses, she assumes, well-meaning, we all do it, we're human. Mm-hmm. Everyone's standards are like that. Yep. And that's the bump up that so many women are coming right now as they're healing their mom stuff. So then adult child starts setting boundaries and mom gets, you know, frazzled and triggered by that. And it's going to make her reflect on over-functioning. This is not a blame of either party. It's just pointing out a pretty common dynamic right now in society. Yes. I forget who said it. I feel like it was like Danielle Laporte a long time ago, Mm. but it was basically the idea that when you as a parent operate from a sense of duty, the legacy that you pass on is uh, indebtedness. That when you're over functioning as parent, you are passing on a legacy of debt to your child that you will now draw upon. You're kind of constantly overdrafting from them for the sake of duty. Wow. Does that make sense? It was really eloquently said, and I was like, "Ah." oh my gosh. Yeah. So the level at which you overextend yourself, you're modeling that to. Your kids and the expectation is that they will do it too that's where the rub happens is when you decide to break that cycle Mm, i'm curious either what she said or what you think about this your thought or or hers but when you're doing that is there a guilt trip attached to Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yep yep on both sides because the now adult child is like am i allowed to say no because i don't want to and the adult the parent is like, well, I did it. I sucked it up. I went on family vacations with the in-laws and I didn't like them. Like, yep. Hmm. I think I just burped. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> We're drinking coffee. <laughs> anyway, terrible timing. Bodies are going to do body stuff. Yep. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> if you, yeah, I think the biggest gut check when we say that we struggle with setting boundaries we often also struggle with receiving boundaries. And that's really important because that can make other people feel emotionally unsafe Mm -hmm. if we don't know how to respect their boundaries. If we're constantly pulling on them when someone is saying, hey, I can't do it that day. Really sorry, I'm super busy. And we're like, but I need you. Mm -hmm. You but, But you could arrange this. Or one of my personal pet peeves is when people weigh in about their personal values against your decision so like if you're saying you know i'm gonna i can't spend money on that trip i'm really trying to build my savings then someone starts to say oh but you drive a really nice car and you do all these things like of course she can afford to go on a trip comparing their values with yours and projecting it when it's like no everybody's values are different and their goals are different at different times we don't really get to argue with someone's boundary right Mm -hmm. the best way to be respectful and be a good friend and build intimacy and safety in the relationship is just to honor it and if you don't understand it to get curious about it with that person yes yeah Ooh, so well said wow you know this is nuanced i do want to put a caveat in here because i imagine that the people who are listening Mm -hmm. 
my clients, your clients tend to be highly conscientious. Yeah. More on the agreeable open end of the spectrum. And that's why they are drawn to things like, do you struggle with setting boundaries? Um, but the reason that that hasn't clicked, this is kind of like the back door of why that necessarily hasn't clicked Mm -hmm. is because it's creating a cycle of needing because you've overstepped you're needing now yes that is where i think until i started seeing it that way boundaries felt like something that i needed to really learn how to do and like buckle down and just you know be a bitch and like bring my boss Mm -hmm. bitch like yeah um that i needed (laughs) to really like hit people in the face with these boundaries and that creates a rigidity that's not terribly empowered either Mm. Ooh, you brought up a really good point because boundaries are not meant to control people either that's the misinterpretation on receiving them and also setting them. We think that we're controlling other people. Your boundaries are about you and what you need to feel happy and healthy. It never has, you never have to say, I need you to do X, Y, Z. That's always going to come off a little bit more controlling. It's Mm -hmm. okay. What I know that I need is some more support around the house to really feel like I'm in my radiant, relaxed feminine with you that I know you want. Is that available? And you know, can we talk about what that would look like? Mm-hmm. right that's it's all about me i'm noticing i'm burning out i'm noticing i'm over functioning and as a result i'm not really able to show up as the best version of myself mm-hmm. i can no longer do xyz tasks what could we do could we get a housekeeper could we divide the labor could we get the kiddos involved and see mm-hmm. if they can support you know mm-hmm. it's always about you and what you need to keep your heart open uh, to life and your partner and all the things mm-hmm. yeah and to let your body soften yeah because i don't think that a lot of women intend to live that way but a lot of women do live in a very hardened braced body Mm. and that has health implications on the inside when you are consistently in that kind of like cement exterior Mm. you're you're kind of surviving to get by and your body is on the inside like whoa mayday mayday not great and stoically masculine shield on the outside. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is a juicy one. Do you have anything you want to add? I feel like we've given people some really good clarity and awareness in 20 yes. minutes. Yes. I think, you know, at this moment, I don't. But this will probably be something we talk about again. Mm-hmm. We usually have a periodic, a quarterly boundary episode. Sorry. <clears throat> the change of the seasons is really messing with me. Um, we usually have a quarterly boundary episode, so yeah. stay tuned. As we know more, we will share more. Mm, and share this with somebody you think mm. it would help. Also, if, if you feel like this wasn't too harsh, maybe you share it with your mom if you're healing the relationship. Maybe you share it with other people you feel like you might be in this little bit of codependent kind of pulling and pushing on each other's boundaries dynamic. Open it up. And you can even say it with, I really want to be closer to you and I'm noticing we're kind of snagging on the boundary part. Can you listen to this episode with me? Be brave. Ooh. Yeah. I love that. Great suggestion. Courtney, Yep. tell the people. They yep. love you. They want to work with you. What do you have going on and or where can they find you? Yes. You can find all my stuff at CourtneyShand.com. Courtney underscore Shand across the board on social media. Um, if you like this particular work, my program Expand is going to be where you need mm. to focus because we talk about the internal boundaries, the outside boundaries, the different um, 
archetypes that play out in each of those challenge points and what they're actually needing so that you can bolster that part of you and set the boundary with authority and um, authenticity. One of my favorite programs and it is, yeah, it's so great. Anyways, expand is where you're going to want to look. I do that one-on-one -on -one right now. I don't have any groups lined up for that at the moment, but I am happy to go through that one-on-one -on -one with you or self-study. It's built to be self-study and, um, yeah, that's going to be on my website, CourtneyShand.com. I'll link it in the show notes as well. Um, let me think. At Courtney underscore Shand. Yes. Across the board. That's important. Thank you. Yes. For the daily stuff. Social media. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What about you? Uh, lots of exciting things. I have a Fundamentals of Masculine Feminine Energy training. You can jump into anytime. It's a two-hour training. We go over lots of different archetypes. The eternal boy, the eternal girl, the narcissist, the king, the queen, all those things, and how you can really discern and identify with which energy you're in or which energy somebody else might be in. I'll put that in the show notes. And then I also have a group program launching for women specifically high achieving women who want to break these relationship patterns and start attracting healthy empowered masculine partners mm. and deeply embody their own radiant relaxed feminine energy i'm keeping the details a little bit secret but i think when this launches it'll be more public so check the show notes if you want to see the link on that it's starting the first january 1st of 2024 oh how fun yeah so you have time if you see this and you want a spot fill out an application we'll chat about it oh how fun perfect all right. All right. We will see you guys later. See you later.